You're listening to the Disarming Honesty Podcast with Jenny Hansen Lane. I spent the last decade or so studying emotional intelligence and the connection that it has to the entrepreneurial world. Join us on this journey as we use every day as our teacher, as we pursue our highest vision of ourselves. The show is dedicated to vulnerability and mindset as we explore the necessary paradigm shifts it takes to change our lives and pivot into profiting from our passions. No more playing small with our dreams. Let's go. Hey, everybody. This is Jenny Hanson Lane, owner and CEO of Paradigm Shifters Academy, a mastermind built around leveling up and creating the smart cuts to shorten the gap between success and, you know, the rat race. Today, I'm sharing how to raise kids without money blocks. And it's important for us to understand a little bit of development of children. So I'm going to jump into it. Our own child development with money is where it begins. Everything we do shapes our children's identity. Children become a product of their environment, and many of us can even relate a certain way of thinking back to a memory or experience we had as a child. Everyone is socially conditioned by their environment. Sometimes people say things to us, and we overhear things, and it sticks with us, and we remember it always. Imagine if we could curate our lives and be intentional deliberate about our environments. Guess what? We can. And I'm here to share the game-changing tips that have helped our family's growth mindset around our relationship with money. To give you a little background, it was through my own study of money mindset, abundance mindset, that these ideas bled through and strengthened my parenting. My parenting skills have bled through into my business too. I have an almost 11-year-old. I'm a bonus mom. He doesn't like to call me that. Um, he's my stepson and says, uh, just call me mom, just call me his son. So I have an 11 year old son. He is one of my best friends. He's awesome. I have a four year old and he is, I have almost three year olds and they love money. They love that it's shiny. They love to look at it and carry it around. Watching their excitement over money and my current money mindset work really got me thinking about how I want to empower my kids mindset and how to foster their relationship with money. I had some money mindset work to do on myself because of my own experiences with money that went back to my childhood. Now, we didn't always have a ton of money growing up. As teenagers, we all had jobs. My parents had eight kids in 11 years. So we wanted to do, if we wanted to do extra things, we tried to figure out a way to create the extra money for ourselves. Each of my siblings are hard workers. Some earn money to buy their own vehicles in high school, fund trips, and cover all athletic fees. Even though we didn't have a lot of money, we were still raised with the idea that we, if we wanted something, we could go out and get it ourselves, and we were all very hard workers. The flip side of that environment meant that my parents, they didn't have unlimited funds for luxury items or extracurricular activities, and we knew as kids, we just didn't have the funds to do certain things. Sometimes I felt bad about it and it created a sense of shame that I had to confront as an adult. While we had the biggest and newest house on the block, there were still everyday conversations that affected my relationship with money. Now, fast forward, as a mother of small children, I know that, you know, how we treat money is more important than how much we actually have. It is also true that we can obtain more money just by the way we treat it and the way we think about it. Some call this the law of abundance or the law of attraction, while others call it 
um, fate. I would say the definition for it is less important than the desire to build a life where you can use money as a vehicle to better ourselves and serve others. For me, that is the true identity of a growth mindset person. So you might be thinking, where can I start? And the answer is you can't start early enough. So the first heading is kids without money blocks age zero to 12 months. Recent studies have taught us that babies in infant stage only have two fears. One, not being fed and two, being left alone. Many other types of fear are introduced as the baby develops. So what does this have to do with money blocks? What is the first exposure your baby will have with money? Oftentimes, it starts when they're able to pick things up while crawling around on the floor. And they find those that loose change and they put it in their mouth. And I'm sure nine times out of ten, the first thing that baby hears is get that money out of your mouth. And then the second most popular thing that they are told is that money is dirty. How many times do you think we've heard that when we're little, that our first exposure to money was it's dirty, ew, yucky, icky. We have no, you have no idea where that's been. Once that light bulb hit me as a mother, I made sure it was something that I never said to my kids. They're older, old enough that they don't put money in their mouth anymore. And I would say, you know, disclosure, disclosure, <laughs> be sure to clean all your floors of choking hazards and also, you know, decide very early to be deliberate about this when they do have their first exposure to money. If you're in the trenches of motherhood now with an infant and they encounter money, great phrases to use would be money doesn't go there. Don't put money inside your mouth. Food goes in your mouth. Don't ever call money dirty. Be overly alarmed that your baby or being overly alarmed that your baby's around money won't create the right environment for a growth mindset either. Kids without money blocks ages 12 to 36 months. Recently, I was walking with my boys in a hotel when a penny was spotted on the carpet. I pointed it out to my son and he said, oh, mom, a penny. He was excited, and so I supported his excitement and reinforced it with my own claps and praises. I don't discourage him from picking up dirty money, even though I noticed that it did have physical marks on it. And I don't go around searching for it on the ground either. The goal is to create an environment for them to have a relationship with money where there isn't scarcity and that it isn't described as dirty. It is completely normal and perfect sensory activity to clean coins with children. We clean the things we love anyways, right? And we take care of them differently. The things that we love, we treat differently. Once I was in a grocery store shopping with my 11-year-old. He was eight or nine at the time, and he found a $20 bill on the floor. He was so excited and pumped and about to put it in his pocket. I told him that I thought it was great that he found the money, but I also asked him, who do you think that belonged to? He said he didn't know, and I gave him the option to turn it into customer service and I could tell he struggled with the decision. And I tried to work through the issue with him by asking questions like, if you lost money and someone found it, what would you hope someone would do with it? He decided to turn it into customer service and the grocery store was so impressed with his honesty 
that they gifted him the money and reassured him that if someone came looking for their lost money, they would make sure they received their $20 bill from their own till. I felt like there was a huge win in terms of honesty, integrity, and money from this grocery store. The same son finds money in the most obscure places. Recently, he found a dollar bill when camping. So each moment is a chance to reflect on what to do with that money and what we can do to pay it forward when there aren't options to find its owner. Kids without money blocks three and up. Shopping with children will certainly create opportunities to foster a healthy relationship with money. A lot of times when they're in the store and they ask for things that we really are not planning on purchasing, mostly because kids don't need to buy or kids don't need every single thing they ask for, we will get excited with them and whip out our camera phone and take a picture of the item and, and warmly respond, let's put this on our wish list. While we value spontaneity to grab a toy once in a while, fostering a budgeting mindset and anticipation are very healthy attributes to develop towards money. We want to avoid resenting money. It is an energy that serves us and allows us to help others. So having a photo to record and, you know, document the wish list items is creating a baby vision board. It's silly that we wait until we're adults to be like, hey, this is what I want. I'm going to put up on my wall. I'm going to go for it. Start today. Change the mood around money. If our kids see money of ours, we don't refrain from them holding it or handling it. We share it with them. And sometimes they walk around the house holding money and that's okay too. I will disclaimer, they're above the age of putting things in their mouth. Other times, if we are shopping and our kids ask for things, we can respond by saying, that's not something we've planned on purchasing today, or that's actually not in our budget right now. Trying to create a little bit of mindfulness and intentional living with money is extremely healthy. We do not, to we do not say, I don't have money for that, and we don't have to say, I can't afford that. Moms without money blocks equal kids without money blocks. It's truly the little things that will transform your environment and relationship with money. As we've been raising our little kids, I've been trying to push further in how I can get my kids to understand that money is a resource and it's a resource that if we have enough of it, we can really bless other people's lives. Money is the universal tool that enables us to live comfortably, but builds a foundation to help us have a greater impact in the world around us. Money is a resource. Like time is a resource, money is of the same equivalency of resource. I will say that time is more valuable than money because money is renewable. It's an energy and energy is a resource. So when we start looking at our money in that way, we can really help ourselves undo some money mindset blocks. Sometimes we can release our own money blocks by implementing these affirmations in our environment and into our children's lives. There's a parenting bug that everyone catches, and it's simply that you want the very best for your child, and you're willing to do everything that it takes to accomplish this task. Allowing children to feel excited and empowered with money will set them on a path of abundance. Abundance to create great impact in the world. Talk about money openly with your children. View money as an opportunity and not a burden. Provide opportunities for your children to spend their own money on somebody else. So identifying money blocks with ourselves, here's some examples. When someone gives you a compliment on a purchase, they love your dress, they love your outfit, they like your book, they like your phone, whatever it is, do not go directly to how much you paid for it. Don't tell them how much you spent on it. 
Don't tell them what a good deal you got it for. They're giving you a compliment right then. Just say thank you. And I'll tell you why this is so important. I think that oftentimes we put our money blocks over opportunities of exercising gratitude and thankfulness. And the art of receiving a compliment is a real thing. Just say thank you. And I will tell you, I used to be one of these people. I think it's okay to be excited to save money. But so many times we put saving money over things that we get to the point where it's not not even about the outfit now. And, oh, well, it was only this much money and there's not a lot of intentional living when we can exercise our gratitude. So if you love saving money, I support you. I hear you and I see you. But when someone gives you a compliment, live in that moment of gratitude and receive the, you know, exercise the gratitude by receiving the compliment. If you have the need to follow up and say, not only, you know, thank you so much. I got it for a good deal. That's one thing. But don't ever shut down a compliment with your money block. Another money block may be found in if you don't look at your bank account enough because you don't want to know what's in there. That's a money block. It's really hard for us to live a life of abundance in terms of recognizing money as a resource if we're mismanaging it. A very effective exercise is to imagine money as time. You go throughout the day and you avoid looking at the clock. You don't want to know what time it is. We value time so much and that is why we have clocks everywhere on our phone, on our car, electronic devices. Chances are if you don't value time, you aren't likely to value money as the powerful resource that it is. When we don't look at money in our accounts, then we're not being very good stewards over it. Now, I'm not encouraging you to go look at your account and stare at it all day. But if you have money blocks, you need to start at least taking into account how much is in there on a daily basis. I check my bank account every time I have a deposit. It fuels my passion to maintain a healthy relationship with money and to go try to bring more of that energy in. I went through a 14-day period of looking at my business account every couple hours every day, and it literally changed the way I spent my money in my business. It It changed the way I thought about my money in my business. And it was a really good exercise for me just to treat money like the resource and energy that it is. So treat your money like the energy and resource that it is. Honor it, share it, and always be ready to receive more of it. In addition to that, we will create, you should create a money affirmation. So this is my family list, but I encourage you to create your own and view it daily. Here is my list. Money is energy. Money allows me to help others. I deserve to live an abundant life. There is unlimited amounts of money. I believe in financial freedom. I want you guys to take time to write down your money affirmations and get to know your relationship with money. And as you do so, it will come, more will come into your life as you treat it as the resource that it is. All right, you guys, love you. Peace out. Peace out.